Today's daf is Ksubis daf Chav Dalid, and we are at the Mishnah, seven lines from the bottom of daf Chav Gimel Amidbez. Today's daf is being learned as a schus Rufua Shalema Fachayim Elazar Ben Rachaleya. So the Mishnah on the top of daf Chav Gimel Amidbez digressed a little bit from the halachas related to Pesha Asar, and it mentioned a Chiddush as it relates to a Shvuya. A Shvuya is a woman that was taken into captivity. In halacha, she's becheskas, that she was violated while she was in captivity. Moving forward, she would never be allowed to marry a koyen. A woman that's nivola to apostle, such as a guy, even if it's ba'inis, has a din of a zayna, and the halacha is that she would not be allowed to marry any person in the future. Stating that, we saw in the sugya that we learned here in Perak Ishish and Asarmula that relates to Shvuya, that Chazal were very makel when it came to the status of a Shvuya. Why? Presumably because even though a Shvuya is treated like a Zayna, but we don't know for sure that she's a Zayna, she's just Becheskas that she was Nivala to Apostle. But being that all it is really is a Chazaka, Beshvuya Hikilu, of other things as well, but the bottom line is that there are certain kuloys that you'll find in the sugis of Shvuya that you're not going to find in other areas of halacha. One of those kuloys are that an Eid Echad is Nemon to say that a woman that was a Shvuya was really not Nivala. Another kula is that even a woman would be Nemon to say that this woman that everyone knows was a Shvuya was really not Nivala. The Mishnah said on the top of Chav Gimel Amidbez that if two women were taken into captivity, each woman is made on the other one that she's really each one of them is going to be believed. So the Mishnah on the bottom of Chav Gimel Beis is going to digress from its digression and it's going to mention a halacha that's similar to that halacha. The same is true with regards to two men. This one said, I'm a Kayan, and the other one said, I'm a Kayan. So two people walk into town, we have no idea who these people are, they weren't captured, Rashi says, but just two old-fashioned people walk in, Shomalechem, who are you? I'm a Kayan. Shomalechem, who are you? I'm a Kayan. They're not believed. However, if each person is made on the other person, Ruvain says, you know Shimon, my friend? He's a kite. Shimon says, you know Ruvain, my friend? He's a kite. Then the Allah is, they are going to be believed. Now, the truth is, it's important to speak this out, that there are really two chedushim in this halacha. One chedush is that in Eid Echad is Neman to say that someone else is a kite. You could have had a Havamina, that maybe you would require two Eidim, Kamash Malon, in Eid Echad is believed. We'll see soon in the sugya that not everybody agrees with that. So the fact that we trust in Eidechot to say that Ploini is a Kayan, that in and of itself is a Chiddush. But there's another Chiddush, which is going to be the backdrop of a good portion of today's daf. And that is, you could have thought that if somebody walks into Bezdin and says, Ploini, my friend, is a Kayan, we believe him. But when two people walk into Bezdin and each person says that the other person's a Kayan, it seems a little fishy. It looks a little bit like maybe they're not Koyanim, but they had an arrangement between themselves. I'll do you a solid if you promise to do one in return. I'll walk into Bez and say you're a Koyan, but you have to quit pro quo, say that I'm a Koyan. And it, there's a reason to maybe think that although ordinarily in Eidechad would be believed to say that somebody is a Koyan, but maybe in this case it's a little different. And maybe here the Eidechad would not believe believed. Two things. 
Number one, in Eid Echad is believed to say that somebody is a Kayin. And number two, Loi Chayshin on the Gaimlin, in the words of the Gemara, were not concerned that maybe they had some sort of arrangement between the two of them where I'll be made for you and you'll be made for me. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, Rabbi Yehuda said, Ein Mailin Likahuna al Pi Eid What does Rabbi Yehuda hold? So it's going to be. One of the topics of the daf, Rashi quotes the maskana of the daf, and that is Rabbi Yehuda holds that an Eid is never believed to say that somebody is a kite. Not only in a situation where there's a chashash goimlin that maybe they had some sort of arrangement, but an Eid is never believed, never as an never ever that somebody is a kite. I'm Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar came and he said, "A Masai, when is it true that an Eid is not believed?" And if there's some reason to assume that maybe something's going on, but if there are no Eirin, there's no one that's contesting the testimony of this Eid you would be able to be Milo someone and consider him a Kayin even based on in Eid Echad. And Rashi says that what's the shita of Rabbi Lazar? The shita of Rabbi Lazar is that you can trust in a dechad to make someone into a kayan, but only when there is no erin, only when there's no chashash. In other words, he is chayish for goimlin. So really what we have so far up until this point, we didn't even finish the Mishnah yet, is three shitas as it relates to can it aid echad be believed to establish somebody's status as being a kayan. The Tanakhama said yeah, Rabbi Huda said no, and then Rabbi Lazar again said yeah. Now, it sounds like then there's two shitas, not three shitas, but the way Rashi's mefarish the Gemara, which is based on the maskona of today's daf, and that is, the Tanakhama holds that an Eid is believed even when there's a chashash goyimlin. Rabbi Yehuda holds an Eid is never believed, and Rabbi Loza said an Eid is believed when there's no chashash goyimlin. If, however, there's a chashash goyimlin, in that case, the Eid will not be believed. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, ben Haskan, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said over the name of Rabbi Shimon, who was the son of the Skan. Who's the Skan? With the Hei Yedia, Hasagan, it's Rabbi Chanina Skan of you could be and the Gemara is going to say, I just figured out what the first three sheets are. What is this fourth sheet? So the bottom line is we have in the Mishnah, what, Lamaskan is really four sheets. We a little bit understand the first three. Regardless, the first part of today's daf is going to discuss this machloikis tanoim, and then the second part of today's daf is going to digress again from its digression, and we're going to have some real gishmaka, classic, famous, epic Gemara, says the Gemara. So we begin really not so much with a commentary on the Mishnah, but really a commentary on the general flow, on the paper trail of the Mishnahis, right? So how did we go from Psulonisus Liyomer Avi to Two Anashim that walk into Bezdin, Ze Oimer, he's a Kayan, and Ze Oimer, he's a Kayan, they are Nemo, they're not Nemo, we are Chayishal Goyman, we're not Chayishal Goyman. So the Cheshbin was, Psulanisis, Liam Ravi. Why? Because if there's something wrong, he should be able to go into Bezdin the next morning and say, Pesach Pesach Matsasi, Loy Matsasi, Lebit Chapsulan, etc., etc. What happens if when he comes into Bezdin, she says, Me'ishera, Stani, Nasti, and he says, Loiki, Elo, Achle, Rastik, it was a major Machlikis Tanoim. The Tanoim that held she's believed, it's because she has a Migu. The Tanoim, namely Rabbi Yeshua, who held she's not believed, is because Loyamrina Migu. The Gemara, in the beginning of the second paragraph, said that although the Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold of Migu, but Pesha Asar he does hold of. And then we mentioned four different examples, if you're keeping score, of Pesha Asar. 
What were the four examples? A man says, (laughs) A woman walks into business and says, These are all examples of Pasha Asa, and there, even Rabbi Yeshua, who doesn't hold a migu in the first parak, is going to agree with Pasha Asa. So the Gemara now asks, that why did we need four different cases of Pasha Asa? So the Gemara says, You need all four, and I'll tell you why. And really, there's an important Rashi that's Kedai to speak out. Before we see the Gemara, there's an assumption in the Gemara that the only reason Pesha also works is because we assume that when the person was Asar, he already had a mind to be Matar. But let's say a person was Asar, and then you chap that he changed his mind, he did an about face, and then he was matter. Even though in Lumdis you could hear it's the same Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter, what difference should it make? But still, the halacha is that in that case, he's not going to have the Pesha Asa Pesha. It says the Gemara, it's called Hanu Lamadi. Why do I need four different cases of Pesha Asa Pesha? Rabbi Yeshua, because had I only had the first case of Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter, where Rabbi Yeshua was Maida, Sada Zushalavicha, Haiso, Lakachti, Aimeno, I would have told me from the Igadrara, the Mamaina. Maybe over there, we assume for sure that when the person was Asar, he also meant to be Hitter. Why? Because this person is going to lose money. If he is simply Asar without being Hitter, how so? This field belonged to your father. If he's not going to come back and say, I bought it from him, he's going to lose this field that everyone seems to think is his. So over there, we assume for sure that when the person was Asar, he really meant to be Hitter as well. But the Edom that say, Over there, you don't have the same level of Hichacha, the same level of Umdana, that for sure the Edom meant to backtrack because they have no vested interest necessarily in getting this right, getting this wrong. Edom are never supposed to have a vested interest. So being that they're not losing anything by saying, or so maybe over there, there's no hechacha that when they were Pesha Asa, they already meant to be hitter. And in that case, maybe you don't say Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter. And had I had the case of Edom, I would have thought, Misham Alma, that's only true. Why is there a Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter? Because it's for somebody else. So when you're saying for somebody else, so you can say they had in mind the Pesha Asa, Pesha Hitter. However, the person who is standing to lose money, there you could say that maybe he changed his mind. In other words, here the Gemara is saying a fakert desvara, that maybe the Edim, why would you assume that Edim ever changed their mind? But a person, you could see why he would change his mind. He said, and then somebody looked at him and he said, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? He's like, you know something? Good point. Amen. I actually bought it from him. So there's a svara to say that when the person himself is the one that stands to lose more of a reason that you should say Pesha Asar, because more of a Svar, that he had in mind the Pesha Itter when he was Asar, but there's also more of a Svar to say that maybe he would change his mind if he decided to change his mind. And the reason is because he stands to lose. Regardless, therefore I need the case of Pesha Asar, and I need the case of Pesha Asar, where, Okay, so that explains why I need the first two cases. What about the next case? If Yashmin and Hanitarti had only had the first two, I would have thought, that's because we're dealing with money. But as it relates to the Pesha Asar of Eshes Ish Hoyisi, we're dealing with 
Isser and Maloy. I would think that maybe in that case, there is no Pesha Aser. For Dine Mominus, you can say Pesha Aser. But for something like that, maybe you don't say Pesha Aser. And therefore, I need the third case as well. Says the Gemara, Nishbesi Vitairani Lamali. Why do I need the fourth case? Why do I need Nishbesi Vitairani? So the Gemara says, Mishum the Kabay Lemisni, because the time that the Mishnah wanted to say the last line. On the Mishnah, on Dav Chabez Amar Aleph, and that is the Imi Shenisseis Bo Edim. If a woman said Nishpesi Vitahirani, then she got married. The Gemara clarified she didn't have to get married. Bezdin was mad to her to get married, and then Edim come and say that she was a Shvuya. Harizul Loitet say that Allah is she's allowed to stay married. That's a Chiddush in the Sugya Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter because you could have thought Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter only works as long as you're the one that's being Geiser. But once you're not the only one being Geiser anymore, because now Edom came, even though at the time that you said the Edis, you were the Geiser, so maybe you lose the schos of the Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter. That's an Achidish in the Sugya Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter, which is true in the fourth case, and that's why we mentioned the fourth case. But the Gemara asks a nice kasha in light of yesterday's Seifa. That's what you're going to the Mandama that had that last line referring only to the Seifa, the Seifa of the Mishnah, on Chavbez Aleph, meaning the latter of the two cases, the case of Nishbezi Vitairani. So I wanted to say that, Knech, it's only true in the case of Nishbezi Vitairani, and that's why we mention the Mishnah of Nishbezi Vitairani. El Rich, but the Mandamah that had that last line on the ratio, on Eishas Ishoyisi Vigrushani, So why do I need the fourth case? Why do I need Nishbezi Vitairani? To teach me the halacha that if Adam come later, I don't need Nishbezi Vitairani for that. I know that already from the ratio. Once I establish the ratio of Eishas Ishto Yishti Vigrushani, being that it's true that if Adam would come afterwards, the Allah is, they wouldn't, you would still have the Pesha. So to just tell it to me on the ratio. So the bottom line is, the Gemara's Kash is, that I understand why I need the first case of Pesha Asa. That's talking about where a person stands to lose money. There's a drawer of the Mamayim. I understand why we needed a second case to show that Pesha Asa works even where the person doesn't stand to lose money. I understand the third case. It's just it's It's not even Dine Mominus. Who said Pesha also works when it comes to Isavahetit? But why do I need the fourth case? The Shpesi Vitoirani. Why do we need to repeat four cases of Pesha also Pesha Hitter in Perik? And the Gemara says, that's good. According to the Mandamah that says that it's only by the fourth case with Allah we true that if Adam would come after the Pesha Asa, still the Pesha Asa would work. So that's an important Chiddush that Tana Mishra wanted to teach me. And it's only true in the fourth case. So I taught you the fourth case so I could teach you that last Halacha. But according to the Mandamah that says that that last line is true even for the third case. So tell me the Halacha. Commented on the third case why do I need the fourth case? And the Gemara says, I'm going to tell you why. Because the Tana Mishnah wanted to teach me, two women that were captured. And there, there's a halacha that says what? The Mishnah on the top of Chav Gimel Amidbez, that if each woman says, she's not believed. But if each woman says that the other one is a Tahira, this she is going to believe. And that's already a Chiddush, that's only true for the case of Shvuya. So we mentioned Shvuya, so we can mention the Mishnah of Gibbon Lamed So the Mars of Ishtay Nashim Shenizhvu Lamali, Hagufa Gasha. Why do I even need that? Like, what's the Chiddush there? So Tosfus says right away, what do you mean? There's a big Chiddush in the Mishnah of Gimel Amidbeis. Right, if somebody asks you, what's the Chiddush in the top Mishnah of Gimel Amidbeis? You would probably say that Eneid Echad is believed when it comes to Shvuya. Even the Ichor itself is believed when it comes to Shvuya. Because of Shvuya Hikilo. So what kind of Kasha is that? So Tosfus says, it's true, but we know this from other places. Rav Tosfus says, it's a Mishnah later. But the bottom line is, that's something we know from elsewhere. So although... 
the Mishnah saying a Chiddush, but if you really know Mishnayis and you know Gemaras, you know it's not such a Chiddush. So why then did the Mishnah mention the case of Mishbeis of the I need to tell me the Mishnah of Shtein Hashem Shen Yishvu. Shtein Hashem Shen Yishvu, the Chiddush L'Chayra is that uh, Shvuya is Mutter Al Piedecha. But that's something I know from somewhere else. So the Gemara says, no, there is a Chiddush in this Mishnah here on Chav Kimon Beis as it relates to Shvuya Hikilu, that you don't know from elsewhere, and that is, I would have thought, that maybe we should be chayish for Goimlin, that's the Chiddush, that we're not chayish for Goimlin, because in the Mishnah here, you see two things, number one, you see that, in Echad is believed when it comes to Shvuya, but number two, you also see, that if two Shvuyas walk into Bezdin, and each one says, she's tar, she's tar, they're both believed, you would have thought, like in our Mishnah, that's the Chiddush, that we're not chayish l'gayma. So it's interesting. The Gemara was asking to try to understand a little bit the flow here of the beginning of Masech Tzuvus, specifically the second parak, where we have four different cases of Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter. And the Maskana, what the Gemara said is, that really, in the world of Pesha Asa Pesha Hitter, we only needed the first three. One, where a person stands to lose money. One, where a person doesn't stand to lose money. And then we need another case where it's Issa the Hitter. Why do we have the fourth case of Pesha, Asa, Pesha, Hitter? It's because we wanted to teach me a halacha regarding a shvuya. So we mentioned a case of Pesha, Asa, Pesha, Hitter of shvuya. So Agavurchi, I can teach you another halacha of shvuya, and that is, number one, Eidachar is believed, which is not such a Chiddush, but that even Leichashin on the Goimlin, which already is a very big Chiddush. Which, by the way, from there we digress to the next Mishnah, which again discussing Eidachar being believed, and again, Yechashin on the Goimlin, Leichashin on the Goimlin. But if you think about it, this is very, very interesting because we talk a lot about the paper trail of the Gemara. We talk a lot about the digression and the digression of the digression. I always thought the way digressions work is you mention something and once you mention it, it's a you digress, right? It's like a shtikol az ADD. Obviously, the Mishnah and the Gemara, we don't mean that, but the point is, it's like, just that's the concept of a digression. But you see, not that way. You see, from our sugyot, digressions are very premeditated. In fact, sometimes we're going to say something that's negaya the sugya, bedafka, so we can digress. I think that's Pasha Shah in the Gemara. Right, the Gemara is saying that really we want to mention the fourth case of Nishmesi Vitairani. But I want to talk to you a little bit about Shvuya. So how am I going to talk to you about Shvuya? Oh, I have a good answer. We're learning Pasha Asa. I'll tell you a case of Pasha Asa that's Negeya Shvuya. Oh, once I can do that, I get three blood of light Gemara tucked away. At the beginning of Ksub is that everyone's going to welcome with open arms. But just follow the Cheshman of the Gemara. Right, the thought process of the Gemara is, is that I'm mentioning something that's Negeya so I can digress. It's a shtickle counterintuitive. I think it's very counterintuitive. It's zikha the poshup shot in the Gemara. Either way, zok the Gemara weiter. Vechein shnei anoshim lomali. Why did we have the next Mishnah of shnei anoshim? So the Gemara said, very simple. Mishnah of the Gemara, the Mishnah, he plucked it the Rabbi Yudah the Rabbanon. So they hear already, it's Machloikis Rabbi Yudah and the Rabbanon. And as a result, that's something that was very important to mention. It certainly flows from the Mishnah on the top of Chav Gimel on the base. And that's why this was all mentioned. So we have an idea now of the flow of, of the Mishnayis. So returning to our Mishnah, what was the topic of the Mishnah? Two people walk into Bezin, one person says, he's a kind, the other person says, he's a kind, there's this major machlikis tanam that's very awesome from the Mishnah itself that's going on. So the Gemara is going to begin now with a b'raisa that is going to discuss the law of the Mishnah. A person walks into Bezin, he says, I'm a kayin, my friend is also a kayin. So the halacha is, he's believed regarding his friend, not believe for yourself, but you believe regarding your friend, 
to accept him as a coin so that he will be able to eat Shuma. But he has no namanas for this person to be able to get married. So what does it mean? He's not believed for this person to be able to get married. Rashi says, Miyuchasas. This person would not be able to marry a Miyuchasas, meaning a woman that is looking to marry a coin based on Yichus ramifications, so we don't trust him as a coin as it relates to inyonim of yichos, and Rashi says, because maylehi b'yuchsen. There's a concept of maylehi b'yuchsen, and it's for that reason, based on this idea of maylehi b'yuchsen, so therefore we trust the edechot to this, accept this person now as being a koyin, so that he'll be able to eat truma, but that he should be a miyuchis in the sugis of yichos, that already not, which reminds us of Ksubis Dafyud Gimel Amad Aleph, where the Gemara said that even though ein oisran ala yichod, but when it comes to this is the idea over here that you find certain chumras of you when it comes to inyone yichus. So we trust Eidechad, this person should be able to eat but we don't trust Eidechad from this person to be treated as a miyuchus. Okay. Actually, the price continues that when then would an Eidechad be believed as it relates to lachilet shuma and Unless there's going to be three. Unless there's going to be three people, two people are being made on one, and two people are being made on the other. So in the event that there's two people being made, then it's Pashit. In that instance, everything's going to be okay. Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi Yehuda holds, then no, this Eidecha, not only is he not believed, but he's also not believed. So we have a machloikis in the Brisa, which mirrors the machloikis in the Mishnah, and that is, is an Eidecha believed Lachila Bechuma, or is an Eidecha not believed Lachila Bechuma? The Tanakam in the Brisa says, yeah, Rabbi Yehuda in the Brisa says, no. One very important knech that you see in the Brisa that we didn't see in the Mishnah, which is always the case, is that in the Brisa, it's clear that the only time an Eidecha would be believed that someone else should be considered a Kayan, it's only with regards to Truma. But as it relates to Inyanim of Yichos, they're already not. So we have a Machlikis Rabbi Yudan the Chachamim, and the Gemara is about to analyze the Machlikis Rabbi Yudan the Chachamim. So it's just Kedai, for Pashib Shah and the Gemara, learn Gemara Rashi. Not more than that. Just to be Maktim the next part of the Gemara. And that is when we learned the Mishnah, so we spoke out from Rashi that Rashi says that the Machlikis Rabbi Yudan the Chachamim is really Mikotza la Kotza. It's from Sea to Shining Sea. The Chachamim, the Tanakam, and the Mishnah Chav Gimel Amid Beis holds that an Erechot is believed to establish someone's status as being a Kayin, even when there's a Chashash Goimlin. Rabbi Yehuda said, an Erechot is not believed, and even when there's no Chashash of Goimlin. So according to the Tanakam, Erechot is believed, and he's not even a spoil from Goimlin. Rabbi Yehuda says, an Erechot is not believed, even where it doesn't affect the laws of Goimlin. So, What's the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, the way Rashi explained in the Mishnah? Eid Echad is not believed. What's the sheet of the Chachamim? Eid Echad is believed. What do the Chachamim hold about Goimlin? They're not Chayish for Goimlin either. The Gemara now is going to assume, based on not the Mishnah so much as the Brisa that we just quoted, that really Rabbi Yehuda holds that Eid Echad is believed. And the only reason Rabbi Yehuda held in the Brisa that the Eid Echad is not believed is because he was worried about Goimlin. Because the case was not where someone just walked into Bezdin and said, my, my friend here is a Kayin. But two people walked into Bezdin. He said, you're a Kayin. He said, you're a Kayin. And it's for that reason we're not believed. Which again, to be clear, is not like everything we've set up until this point. Because as we mentioned three times, I think, when we learned the Mishnah, maybe twice, is that Rashi was being mefarish the Mishnah, kifi the maskon of the Gemara. But in real 
real time right now, the Gemara thinks that Rabbi Yehuda holds that really an Eid Echad is believed, and the whole Yisoyed of Rabbi Yehuda is, is because he's Chayish Lagayim, which then means that we have over here uh, a Machloikis, Rabbi Yehuda and the Chacham, whether Chayishin and Lagayim, or Loi Chayishin and Lagayim. Meaning, the way the Machloikis, Rabbi Yehuda and the Chacham, was mentioned in the Mishnah, it's Machloikis, is Eid Echad believed to establish someone as a Kayin, or is he not believed to establish someone as a Kayin? Now, we just took this Machloikis from a, a regional level to a, to a national level. We just broadened the scope of the Machloikis, major. Because we just said the Machloikis is not, is Eid Echad believed to say someone's a Kayin? No, Chayishin and Chayishin And that could have ramifications in other areas of, of Halacha, which is what the Gemara is about to do. Says the Gemara, the main word, Rabbi Yehuda Chayish L'Goyim, right, basically, the takeaway is Rabbi Yehuda's Chayish L'Goyim, Rabbi Yehuda not Chayish L'Goyim, Faith Gemara of Ibcha Shamin Aluhu, I know, Snaket, and I'm going to the Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in the fourth parak of Mesechdes Demai. So what's Demai? Demai is Peris of an Ame Oretz, Roiv Ame Oretz Ma'asrim, but there were Miyot of Ame Oretz that were not Ma'asrim, and as a result, Chazal felt that if you buy Peris from an Ame Oretz, you have to be Mafresh Maises, Matruma, not Shumas Meiser, only Meiser Rishon. But the bottom line is that, and Meiser Sheni Meiser as well, but the point is that the Amiyaretz will chashud on Meiserois, even though Roy the Amiyaretz Ma'asrin, but Chazal Wachayish, that you have to worry about the mir. Okay, so this is a Meiser Shahaya. Chamorim Shenichnesulia. There were Chamorim that entered the city. And one of these people said, Shali Chadash. So these two chamarin, these two people that are riding on a chamar, that's what they're called chamarin, one, and they each had food that they were selling. One person said that my food is chadash. It's chadash, don't buy it from me. His stuff is yashin, him you can buy from. Chadash as in chadash food, that's chadash, you know what it is. Or he said mine is ene mesokin, mine is tevel. My chavers, his is mesokin. He's not believed. Say so he's not believed to say that my friends is Yashan and my friends is Musukan. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says Neman, he is believed. Now what's the Machloikis? What is the Machloikis here? The Machloikis is Chashino Lugaimlin or Loi Chashino Lugaimlin. Tanakam is worried that maybe this person is not telling the truth. But you know what he's doing? He's worked out a deal with his friend where we're going to each tell a plausible story and like this, we're going to fool the, the Hamoinam, the Hoi Poloi, and they're going to buy from us, not hopping really what they're getting themselves into. So he said, if I walk into town, no one knows who I am, no one saw my Yichas brief, no one knows I'm a Rebbe Shainakal, I just say, oh, I'm, a, I'm a Balabatish, a person, I'm here to sell. Why are you making a taste of? So here's the idea. I'm going to walk in, I'm going to say, my stuff, you don't want to go near my stuff, my friend's stuff. Then when we go to the next shtetl, you'll do the same thing. So the Chachamim say, Ain't no never. You know why? Chashin on the Goyland. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Nemot, it's afraid to Gemara, what's going on over here? It's Mamish Fakert from our Sugyo. I'm a Rabbi Adam Rahavo. So Rabbi Adam Rahavo said, I'm a Rabbi in the name of Rav. Muchlefes Ashito. You have to switch the Shitas. Whose Shitas do you have to switch? So in this Gemara, we're learning it's a steer between a Mishnah and a Brisa. It's a problem you switch around the Brisa. Abayam Abayasa Loilam Loy Tepoch. No, don't switch around the Brisas. But rather, Bidmai Hekilu. By Dmai, we were Mekel. Meaning that Le'olam Rabbi Yehuda is Chayesh L'goyimlin, but when it comes to Dmai, he's we're Mekel, and they were not Chayesh L'goyimlin. Why not? Because Roiv Amehoaretz Ma'asrinheim. And being that Roiv Amehoaretz Ma'asrinheim, the whole Dmai was really a Chumrah, and because all it was was a Chumrah, since for that reason, Bidmai Hekilu. So Abayi said, you don't have to make a Mepach, at the terrace of Rabbi Yehuda's Pasha. You have a steer of Rabbi Yehuda, and our Sugi is Chayesh L'goyimlin, there is a Chayesh L'goyimlin, here is Chayesh L'goyimlin, because it's Chayesh L'goyimlin. There is a special Kula in Dmai, and because is a special cool in Demai, it's for that reason that over there, Rabbi Yehuda was not Chayish for Goyim. By the way, Toysa speaks out that in the first Mishnah, 
on the topic of Gimel Amibes, where you had the two Shvuyas that walked into Bezden, and each one said that the other one is Tahar. What did the Mishnah say? Harei Elun Amonis. There was no Rabbi Yehuda there that argued. It seemed like everybody held Naman. Why? It's Akhtoshis, because just like Bidmai Hekilu, the Shvuya Hekilu, that's the Sugi that we're learning. So Lafi, this Teretz in the Gemara, it's Hafla, because just like Bidmai Hekilu, the Shvuya Hekilu. So that's why in the Mishnah on the top of Chav Gimel Amibes, where it's two Shvuyas, everybody agrees there's no Chashash Goyman. It's not in the Mishnah, it's only in the Mishnah on the bottom of Chav Gimel Amibes, it's not there that we're worried about Goyman. But the bottom line is, says the Gemara, Rabbi said Bidmai Hekilu. So what's the obvious Kasha? Well, first of all, who's going to ask the obvious Kasha? Rava, right? That's easy. But what is the obvious kasha? Oh, my Rava. So Rava said, the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda kasha, the Rabbanana, the Rabbanana, like kasha. You just answered the steer between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda. Here I have an arsuk Rabbi Yehuda that's Chayish Lugan over there when it comes to Tmai's like Chayish Lugan. So you're telling me over here, it's Chayish Lugan over there with Tmai Hikilu. But what about the Rabbanana? The Rabbanana was just the opposite. The Rabbanana by us are not Chayish Lugan. There they are Chayish Lugan. And by the way, now that we just said with Tmai Hikilu, the kasha in the Rabbanana is even a better kasha. Madach Bidmai were Hikilu. Still, the halach is that we're chayish l'goymlin. So certainly in our sugi, we should be chayish l'goymlin. So the Gemara says, Ella said, Rava, the Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, like Kasha, I'm going to have a whole different mahalach. Not muchlefes hashita, and not bidmai hikilu, but a third mahalach. And that is the steer between Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, is not shver, like we answered. The Rabbonon, not the Rabbonon, like Kasha, but as it relates to the Rabbonon, the Rabbonon, the Teretzis, the Amar Rabchama Barukva, Bishakleim Nasabiyah, the Rabchama Barukva, to explain something else. Once made an Akimta in a Mishnah, unrelated, completely to what we're learning, but he once made the following Akimta. He said, this Mishnah, even though it didn't say it, meant it. What did it mean? It's talking about when the person is wearing his uniform, meaning he's coming and he looks like he's, he's working. He has that uh, look. Hachanami will make the same way over here. It's talking about where the person had his kli umnasa. What does it mean? It means these two chamarim that came into town, they're both wearing their Cleo Nasai. They're dressed the way these Chamarim used to dress. And then the guy walks in. He says, don't buy from me. No, my stuff is, is not kosher. Really? If your stuff's not kosher... Why are you dressed this way? Why you you should have came casual Friday? Like why do you look like you're here to work? Balkarchach, you're really working. The way you're gonna work, you're gonna work in the next shtetl. But the point is, it's muchach from the way the guy looks that he's coming to do business. So here the chash goimlin is so stark, and that's why although the rabbanu loyim are not chayish goimlin, and really b'dmayikilu, but there's a dead giveaway. He's walking in the kleum nasi, and it's for that reason there's a chash. Now who made this akimt of kleum nasi? It was Rab Chama Barukfa. Where did he make it? Somewhere else. The Gemara wants to know where that somewhere else is. Where did Rab Chama Barukfa make this? Like him to audit tonight. He said on the following Mishnah, Kadar. So we go from the Chamar to the Kadar. The Chamar is someone that rides on a Chamar. The Kadar is someone that he handles in Kedaris, right? Very simple. So this person was making Kedaris. Now, this person happened to have been a Chaver, Rashi says. A Chaver means that he was someone that was very careful in the world of Tumba Vatiris. A Chaverim, when you learn Zeroim, are people that are careful in Tumas and Maestris. And in Chaverim, when you learn Tyrus, are people that are careful in Tumba Vatiris. So he had his Kedaris. And he left them, and he went to drink, the inner kalim, the ones that are not exposed to the public, are tahar. 
The ones that are exposed to the public, atomic, we're afraid that maybe somebody touched them. Falkanya, so the Gemara asked, how could that be? We learned that a price, it says, they're both tummy. This is where Rabchama Barukva comes in. Rabchama Barukva, Rabchama Barukva said, Now, the case that says, is talking about where the person was wearing his Kli'umnas. He was wearing the uniform that these Kadars used to wear. Why does that change the halacha? Very posh. If you see somebody puts Kalim down and then he goes to the Yar, you're not going to go touch his kalim. It's like fighting a ganav. You have no right to do that. But if the person looks like he's here to fakoyf his kederis, then you are going to go. Because after that's what he wants you to do. So, because then we're concerned that somebody that was driving by saw the kederis. He thought maybe he wants to buy it. And as a result, he touched it. Maybe that person is an amaret. So he is someone that's not careful in Tumah. Therefore, everything is going to be... Tommy, as opposed to the case where he's not wearing the Kleumnus, but this is Al Kopan and we're Abchamabar Ukfa made this Akimta of Kleumnus, we're just borrowing that punchline. Faith the Gemara, once we're on the topic, Fatanya, there's a third price that said, Elu Elu Tahirais, that the both are Amrabchamabar Ukfa, Srabchamabar Ukfa said, Bisha ain't Kleumnus of Yadai. That's talking about where he wasn't wearing his Kleumnus. And Mara says, one second. We have Elu Elu Tmeyais, Bikleumnus of Yadai. We have now Elu Elu Tahirais. I thought it was also talking about that can't be. So what's the case with the Pneumius are the only ones that are talking about the Chitzonius are really Tame? So the Gemara says a different Akim. It's talking about what those things when really close to the Rosh Hashanah. This is something that comes up in the Chashavas, even sometimes, that things that are very close to the Rosh Hashanah, there was always a concern that maybe people that were passing by would have touched and see their Rosh Hashanah, all those discussions. But the point is, is the ones that are exposed to the public, there's a concern that maybe the Bnei Rosh Hashanah might have touched. But to go, manish, spring into the Kaili, into the Kedera, that's not something we're worried about. And it's for that reason, in that case, you don't have to be concerned. But the bottom line is that Rab Bar Ukfa made an akimta of yes, Kleum Nasabiyadai, not Kleum Nasabiyadai, to reconcile this Shaila regarding the Kadar, who was also a Chavar, who went to be Toivol or to drink water from the Ya'ir, and then he came back. And the question now is what's the halacha with regards to this? We're just borrowing that akimta. Rav is to answer the stira. In the Rabbanon, whether Chayshin on the Gaimlin or Loi Chayshin on the Gaimlin. But the bottom line is, we're getting to the end of this discussion, that we had a machloikis between Rabbi Huda and the Chachonen, whether you can trust an Echad to establish someone's fate as being a Kayan, where the Rabbanon said, yeah, Rabbi Huda said, no. The Gemara's understanding is that they're arguing Chayshin on the Gaimlin or Loi Chayshin on the Gaimlin, and there's a problem because from a Mishnah Masechtis Demai, it seems like Rabbi Huda and the Chachonen debated this exact point. But literally, it was Mukhlafis Hashita. They had the exact opposite opinion on the matter. So, how could that be possible? The Gemara said three Terutzim to try to get out of this Kasha. says the Gemara. You know what? Maybe there's a whole other way to learn the Sogya. And that is Rabbi Yehuda, Virabonon, Bemailin, Mitshuma, Liyuchsen, Komifligi. Could be the Machlekes is not Goimlin or no Goimlin. You want to know about the Sogya of Goimlin? Learn the Mishnah, Mesachtis Nai. Could be Rabbi Yehuda Shita, anyways. Is that Lo'olam, we are not Chayesh L'goyman. Like he said in the Mishnah in the Ma'an. Ah, if that's the case, what's Peshat in his position over here? Why don't you trust the Eid Echad? It's because he holds you never trust an Eid Echad. You don't trust an Eid Echad to establish someone as a Kayim. Why not? So Pasha you could have said, because you don't. But the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara says that Lo'olam you should. And probably because Eid Echad Nebem Maybe we'll talk about this in the next few days. But probably that would be the reason. 
But the Gemara says that the reason Rabbi Yehuda held not is because even the Chachamim who hold that you trust in Eidecha to establish someone at Zakoyin, it's only Lechruma and it's not Lechuchsen. Rabbi Yehuda holds Maila Mitruma Lechuchsen. He held that any coin that eats Truma, you, that was enough evidence that he's also Lechuchsen. So how can I let an Eid be believed to allow someone to eat Truma but not Lechuchsen? If the rule is Maila Mitruma Lechuchsen. And that is a fact. And we can't change that. Could be it was even more than a fact. It was a minic. This is the way people are knowing. So I can't allow an Eidechot to go now and establish someone's fate as being a Kayan only for Truma, not for Yichas. No, because he holds Maylami Truma Liyuchsen. What are the Chachamim hold? Eh, Maylami Truma Liyuchsen. And as a result, that's not going to be an issue. But the bottom line is, La Maskana, this is the Maskana we keep on referring to, that you see that Rabbi Yehuda Le'olam could be, is not Chayash Le'olam. Vaharaya the Mishnah, Misachis. The Mai. I was Pshan and Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. Pshan and Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah. He holds Eidechad is not Nehmon to be Michael Betruma. Why? Not because Be'etzim and Eidechad is not believed. Really, he should be believed. But the reason that Eidechad is not believed is because he holds Mailin Betruma Liyuchsen. And that's what Rashi was being Mepharish in the Mishnah when Rashi explained this. So the Gemara now is going to digress and we're going to discuss some real Shas Gemaras. So we just mentioned a, a, a discussion which seems to be a machlik between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim whether Mailin Betruma Liyuchsen or in Mailin Betruma Liyuchsen. The Gemara wants to know, could you be Maila Mishtaris Liyuchsen? Or could you not be Maila Mishtaris Liyuchsen? Meaning, if there's a star somewhere that says that someone's a Kayan, is that enough evidence for him to be treated as a Kayan for Yuchsen or not? So the Gemara says, Somebody signed his name on a star, just like the Sudyif Shtaris, and he signed it by saying, I'm Pliny Ben Pliny, Kayan. That's enough of evidence to trust him as a miyuchas. Who's saying gave this on him? Himself. If we don't trust the person to walk into Bezdin and say, I'm a Kayan, why would you trust him if you wrote it on a piece of paper? Right, give it to me in writing. It doesn't change anything. A person wrote on a star, borrowed money from somebody. And Adam signed on it. Here we have a shtikl chakira. My, amonashet b'shtar kamasadi. This is like Ksubis 101. These two Adam that signed. They're saying Adam's on the, on the loan. They're saying Adam's on everything. Every prat. So they're saying Adam's on you ploidy ben ploidy is a kayin. So that's included in what they're saying. Adam's on and that's the shayla. So what's the loch? Rafun of 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 Rafun so again, the Indian, the Indian, but I say Indian. Ma'u lahalo is mitruma liyuchsen. Machlokes Rabbi Yehuda Chacham. Mishtaris liyuchsen. Machlokes Rabbi Yehuda Rav Chizda. Now we have a new shaila. What about Nasius Kapayim? There was a year that every time they dochen, he always goes up to dochen. Certainly seems like he's a kohen. Everyone knows this is a man that dochens. Now it's a shaila of yichas. Can you trust he's a kohen, or do you have to do your research? The fact that he is oiluv in Nasius Kapayim does that mean he's a kohen, or does not not mean he's a kohen as it relates to yichas? I can hear this as a shaila coin to madama that holds ma'ilam mitrumal yuchsen, and I can hear it as a shaila coin to madama that holds in ma'ilam mitrumal yuchsen. How so? I can hear the Shail according to Madame that says Mylin, because maybe Hani Mili Truma. Maybe the only time Mylin me Truma Liochsen is Truma. You know why? If a Zor eats Truma, he's Chayim Misa. So if you see a person eating Truma, he's Zichar Kayan. Why? Because he's not silly enough to do something to put himself in a situation where he's going to be Chayim Misa Videh Shemayim. So that's a Raya that he's a Kayan. Mylin me Truma Liochsen. Abu Messias Kapayim. The Isra Say. 
The Siyas Kapayim, which is only an Isser, I say, for a Zor, Teduchin is merely an Isser, not only an Isser, it's only an Isser, I say, why? So you don't have the same level of a Chach, the same level of Udana, because the person's Duchening, oh, must be that this person is really a coin. Oh, you don't know, I could see just the opposite. Or, or maybe not, maybe there's no difference. At the end of the day, it's also for a zar to duchen. So if this person's duchening, he's probably not just doing averis recklessly and frivolously. He's probably a kayin. And that's a good haychacha. Mamish like Aiden, that this person is a kayin for yichos. But the Gemara says, And I can hear this as a shayla, even according to the mandam of the holes, Meaning, now the Gemara thought that if you, it's more mistabber that if you hold maila mitrumal yuchsin, that it should be true for truma then it should be true for Nesiyah's Kapayim, because Truma is more chamer. But the Gemara says, I can actually hear Fakert. I can hear that even the Mandama that holds, Ein Maila Mi Truma Yuchsin, that Truma is not a Raya, maybe Nesiyah's Kapayim is a Raya. How so? Because maybe Hanami Li Truma the Masach Lebetzino. Truma is something that you do privately. There are people that will do the biggest Averis in the world, but as long as nobody knows and nobody sees. So as long as it's private. So you're right, Truma is Misa Shamayim, but this person's mind, who's looking up on the Sias Kapayim. But as it relates to the Sias Kapayim, where you're going up on top of the shul on Yontif when everybody's there, if the person wasn't a Kayim, right, he might be a Balavera of a Meshig, isn't it? So this is not something he's going to do. So that's for sure, right? Maybe there's no Chilik. So what's that law? Mailem in the Sias Kapayim Luyuchsen or a Mailem in the Sias Kapayim Luyuchsen? And the Gemara brought out that I could hear that even if you hold Milo Lechum Liyuchsin, maybe not Nasiyah's Kapayim. Why? Because Truma is more chamer than Nasiyah's Kapayim. And I could hear if I cared that even though in Milo me Truma Liyuchsin, maybe Nasiyah's Kapayim, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's, it's more Befarhesia. Right? You see here that really in a perfect world, people would make decisions based on what's more chamer and less chamer. But you see some psychology here. Very often the decision is not made based on what's more chamer and what's less chamer, but based on what's more socially acceptable or based on when people are going to find out, people are not going to find out. Right? That's the two tzadun that are being straddled here in this Gemara. But the bottom line is, says the Gemara of Chizdev Ravavina. The maskana in the final analysis, it was a machlokes amiram between Rav Chiz and Rav Yehuda. Chadam one said Milan. What said Milan? The Chadam and the other one said Ain Milan. That Ain Milan. Amalei Rav Nachman bar Yisroch leRava. Ma'u lahaloyis minasiyas kavam leYuchsin. Rav Nachman bar Yisroch told asked Rava the same question. Amalei so he told him plukta the Rav Chizda verabavino. He said it's a machlokes between Rav Chizda and Rav Avino. And then he said hilchas amai. What's the halacha? Amalei so he told him anomastisa yadana. You want to know my thoughts on this matter? I'll share a brisa with you. And what is this brisa? It's a very gishmaka brisa, and we'll see it in Metzeshem in tomorrow's daf. So just to speak out, one ha'aru as it relates to this last Gemara that we learned, and that is Ma'u Lahalois Minasiyas Kapayim Liyuchsen. The Gemara had an Ibaya. If you know someone as a Kayim, by virtue of the fact that whenever there's Duchani, he always goes up to Duchen. Is that enough of a Raya that he's a Kayim that as it relates to Inyanim of Yuchsen, we'd be able to trust him as being a Kayim or not? Meaning, we know that the the benchmark, the standard as it relates to establishing someone as a koyin for a nyone yichos is higher than it is for other areas of halacha. Mala asu b'yuchsen. So the question is, where we need a very strong bearer that this person is a koyin. Now, if two Adam would walk into Bezin, they would say, we know for a fact he's a koyin, it's game over. But we don't have to wait him. But we have an umdana. And the umdana that we have is that this year always duchens. So is duchening a raya? Or is it not a raya? What would be the tzad that it's a raya? 
in the Gemara was Mavur Tutstadim. Number one, if someone's not a, a Koyen, he probably wouldn't be such a Machutzif and go Befaresya to Duchen. But it was Mavur another Svara, and that is because it's Aser for a Zar to Duchen. And being that it's Aser for a Zar to Duchen, it's Mestabah that this person wouldn't do an Iser. Now, what is this Iser? The Gemara didn't say. But the Gemara said that it's an Iser Aser. There's an Isra say for a Zor to Dochen. If you look in Rashi, Rashi says, What is this Isra say? Dibra Maschel, the Isra say, Koisavarchu as B'nai Yisrael Omar Lahem, Atem Veloy Zorin. Velava Bomichlal Asay Asay. It says in the Pasik, Dabra Laharri Velbon of Lema Koisavarchu as B'nai Yisrael. Who's supposed to be Mavarchas Yisrael? Aharin. So there's an Asay for Aharin to be Mavarchas Yisrael. From there we learn that it's usher for someone that's not a harin or bun of shalaharin to be Mubarak as Yisrael. And Rashi says that you want to know what this Isra say of the Gemara is. It's this Gemara, it's this Pasik, Kaisavarchu, Atam Valoizarin, Valava Bom Michal Asayaseh. But the bottom line is, is it's Mavur from this Gemara, Ksubis Chavdalar on the base, that it's usher for a Zar to be Oila Ledochen. There's a Gemara Mesech the Shabbos. The Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi said, I never didn't do something that my chaverim wanted me to do. Meaning, I was such a good friend that if my friends ever asked me to do something, right? what was your miyomai? So Rabbi Yossi said, my miyomai was, he said, I know that I'm not a coin. Stating that, if my chaverim would tell me, go duchen, it's something that I would do. Says Rabbi Yossi, How so? I know that I'm not a koyin, but if my friends would tell me, you should know, this is something that I would do. The Gemara is a player. The Gemara is no pshat. Rabbi Yossi says, I know I'm not a koyin, but at the same time, if my friends ask me to do something, I do it. And therefore, if my friends would tell me to be Oyla Leduchin, I would Duchin. It's Kenagan Mavurish Gemara. The Gemara said there's an Isra say for a Zar to Duchin. So if Rabbi Yossi knows that he's not a Kayin, that means he's really a Zar, so how's he being Oyla Leduchin? He's violating this Isra say of Kaysavar Kwesbene Yisrael. L'chaira, a Plia, L'chaira, one of the great caches of all time. Emma says, if you look in Toysvah here on Shabbos, Tafkuf Yudchez Amadez, Toysvah is Moisif Plia ala Plia. Toysvah says, quote, Lo yada ri ma iser yesh bezar ha'olu leduchen. The ri inferred from this Gemara that there must be some sort of iser. Something is not okay for a czar to go ahead and, and duchen. Oh, but the ri didn't know what that iser is. Im loy mishum bracha levatala. And then the Rees said that maybe there's an issue of brachal of Atala. And if the Zor is going to go, and he's going to Duchin, there's going to be a brachal of Atala. Now there's a major, major discussion. What exactly Taisus mean? When Taisus said that there's a brachal of Atala, if the Zor is going to be Mavarech Yisrael, did he mean the actual Birchus Kayanim is the brachal of Atala? Or is it Asheked Ishanu Bikdushas Yishalahar? Which certainly sounds like a brachal of Atala if you're not a Kayan. That's already a discussion. There's a truth from the Rai of Yehuda. There's, there's a lot of rate on that. But the bottom line is, the Ri wasn't sure where exactly this Isser came from. Parenthetically, if you look at Rabbi Kivegir and Gilyan Ashas, here in Shabbos Kuf Yud Ches Amadez, so Rabbi Kivegir says, Lo Yod Ari, Ukezele Kamon, Kuf Lamed Aleph Amadez, Toise Dibra Maschel Kamash Molon, the Kuf Lamed Ches Amad Aleph, Toise Dibra Maschel Misavris, Uksubis Tavtzad, the Gimel Amad Aleph, Toise Dibra Maschel Teimo. Rabbi Kivegir is Metzayim, three other 
Taisvesen. If you look up those Taisvesen, you know what they have in common? It's three other places where Taisvesen lo yada. He doesn't know something. Which reminds us of another Reb Kivag in Gilead Ashas. This is in Baruchas Tav Chafei Medbez. Where Rashi says lo yodati. This is... The Gemara says something, Rashi says he doesn't know. And there, it's maybe the longest Gilead Ashas, I would imagine. Where it's the Gilead Ashas, brought like 20-something different Maramakaimas, where Rashi said any idea. So Toysfis, Reb Kivega had three more, four in total. Rashi, it's well into the 20s. But the bottom line is, the Reed didn't know what exactly is the problem with someone that's not a Kayim being oil the Duchin. Maxim oil. It's I'm before Shagamara. The Gemara says in Ksubis Chav Dalad Amid Beis that there's an Isra say for Azar to be Mavarech Es Yisrael. So there's two pleas that jump off the page here in Shabbos Kuf Yud Ches Amid Beis. Number one, Rabbi Yossi himself. The Gemara says it's an Isra. And if there's an Isra say, how could Rabbi Yossi Chalila say that because I'm a good friend, I'll do an Avera for you. No problem. Has no pshat. And then Toysvis, who says, What do you mean? He comes on to be mitzad, and maybe the problem is the brachal of Atala, and even a little bit unclear what exactly is the brachal of Atala. It's a mafurish gemara. There's an iserasei. The gemara calls it iserasei. And by the way, if Toysvis' brachal of Atala is really yen gemara in ksubas, chavdalon and mebeis, then it wouldn't be an iserasei. Because brachal of Atala is one of two things. Either it's an iserasei, an iserasei of loisisa, or it's an iserabon. Right? The gemara says in Mesechtis, brachis, that if somebody makes a brachal of Atala, he's over the love of loisisa. Now, as big machlaik is rishayin, Toysvis says that it doesn't mean really midairaisa over loisisa, all it is in Asmach the Bible. The Ramashit is, no, it's a regular loisisa, it's a loisisa midairaisa. But the bottom line is that there's a, if it, the issue is brachal of Atala, then it's either an isa derabonon, or it's an isa loisase. Either tzad is not the Gemara Ksubis, because the Gemara says, Kaisavarko Atavalizarim, and the Gemara refers to it as Israel say, that's what Rashi said, but Lushani Azov, it's a lava bomichala say say. So Lakhir, at first glance, the Gemara and the Toysfis are Mamish Plius. So I just want to mention Bederek Agav. We've spoken this out many, many times in the past, but never of an art, never with the Shlemos, and that is the Hafla right here. We have a kinech related to this that's a related raid bite. But the flaw to answer the cash on Toysvis, that how could Toysvis have said, well, Yodari, Toysvis forgot about this Gemara and Ksubis Chavdal, so we're not answering the Gemara, how Rabbi Yosef was able to do him. We'll get to that in a minute. But we're answering this Toysvis. Toysvis doesn't know where this Issa came from. It's, it's a Mephurish Gemara. The Gemara called it an Issa, I say, and obviously that must be what the Issa is. So the flaw said a Dovernit flaw. Dafla said that maybe Toysvis learned the Gemara and Ksubis differently than Rashi. Rashi said, what's the Issa? of Azar Duchening. This Rasei is Kois Savarchu Atem Azar. Could be Toysus learned differently. And Behektim says that flaw. I'm going to tell you what you saw. It's going to sound familiar to our Chabura. And that is that any time the Torah tells someone to do a mitzvah, but that person needs somebody else to help him and assist him in order for him to do the mitzvah, we understand and we interpret the mitzvah as if the Torah wasn't just talking to you, but the Torah was talking to anyone that you need to come on to. Anyone that's critical for this Kiyomah Mitzvah. So it says the Hafla that when the Torah told the Kayhanim to go Duchen, the Torah didn't just give the Mitzvah to the Kayan to Duchen. The Torah also gave a Mitzvah for the Zar to be Mizbarech and to be the recipient of the Bracha. Because since it's not possible for the Kayan to be Mekayim, his Mitzvah of Kayi unless the Zar 
partakes. So when the Torah told the Kayan to go ahead and do him, the Torah was telling the Kayan, you do your role, and Yidin, you should do your role. And you know, you know what your role is? Your role is to be Makabal the Shefa. Your role is to be Makabal the Bracha. And they both are part and parcel of the mitzvah. The reason we spoke this out in the past is because the flaw gives a mushal to this. His mushal is the mitzvah of Yibum. He said the mitzvah of Yibum is Yavama Yavayelah. The Torah is talking to the Yavam. But he says it's Mavur, he brings rise that the Yavam also has a mitzvah. I, the Torah, only told the Yavam. But being that the Yavam can't do the mitzvah without the Yavama. So when the Torah told the Yavam, Yavama Yavayalev, it's as if the Torah also told the Yavama, you should also partake in this mitzvah. But the bottom line is that is the aside of Daflas. So Daflas says that Lule de Mistafina, maybe the way Taisus learned the Gemara, Ksubas Haftal Ramadis, what's the Isser for Azar Tadukhin? It's not Kaisavarku Akamalayazar. That's why Rashi learned the Gemara. But Taisus has a right to argue with Rashi, as he so often does. He learned that you know what the Isser is? If you're a czar, you have a mitzvah to be Mizbarich. So if you're gonna go ahead and dochin, you're being Mavatl your mitzvah. It's not the problem that you're doing the koyin. That's not the issue. The issue is you're being mevatel your own mitzvah. So he said, L'may nafkemina. Here's an afkemina. What would be if there's no koyanin? There's no koyanin. And you decide, oh, you know what, I'll save the day. You put on your cape, you go to the duchen, and I'm about to make perchas koyanin. Znok hafla. If the iser for a czar to be mevarich is that he's not allowed to make the bracha so you violated the iser. Rashi's iser you, you violated. But if pshad in the iser is is that you're being mevatel the mitzvah you're not being mezbarech I anyways wasn't going to be mezbarech because there's anyways no brachas kayanim today because there's no kayan in the room. So zok to have flaw chiddush noira that maybe Taisus knew the Gemara in Ksubas Chavdal but Taisus had fashtanin that the Gemara in Ksubas Chavdal was the iser for the czar to violate his mitzvah to be mezbarech but based on that there would be no iser if there's no kayanim but Taisus saw somehow in Shabbos that maybe there's always an Isser. And maybe there's an Isser for a coin to go up, for a Zar to do him. And that's what the recent Layodari, and Rakhvega says only one of four times that Taisu says this, that he doesn't know something. But Taisu, I'm not sure what that Isser might be. And then he says, maybe it's Brachel of Atom. It's a Mephurish Gemara. It's not a Mephurish Gemara. It's a Mephurish Gemara the way Rashi learned the Gemara. But it's not a Mephurish Gemara. And Taisu has a right to learn the Gemara differently. And Taisu did learn the Gemara differently. That the Bittalasne is the fact that I'm being Bavato, my mitzvah to be Mizbarach. But the bottom line is, this is the Hafla. But as it relates to the Iker Kasha, the Iker Kasha, and that is the Gemara itself. Amr Rabbi Yoisi, Yodei Ani Ba'atzmi She'eni Koyin. But if my friends tell me, Alei Leduchin, so this is something that I, was, I would always do, I would always be Oilo Leduchin, and it's a plea, because at the end of the day, if there's an Iser, if there's an Iser, how could someone that's not a Koyin go ahead and be Oilo Leduchin? And the truth is, on this Kasha, this Kasha, there's so much raid. And if you open up the Shulchan Aruch and Erechaim, the beginning of Hilchas and Siyas Kapayim, Sifkat and Aleph, the Shulchan Aruch says that a Zohar is not allowed to be Oil Duchen. And right here, there's a Ramah and a Magan Avram and a Taz and a Prima Godim and a Bir Hagra and the Wachuvas that were written. And there's so much raid on this Kasha. How could Rabbi Yossi say that even though I'm not a Kayan, I was willing to be Oil Duchen at the end of the day? Isn't there an Isser? But it, there's maybe Yodua, maybe not Yodua. A mahalach to answer this question from Rabbaruch Epstein, the Baal Machab Sefer of the Tertimimah. And this is mentioned in the Tertimimah on Parshas Nasai Bikitzer, but it's mentioned by Arichos in uh, the Sefer Makar Baruch. It's in Chelik Shlishi, it's in Perik Chav Zayin, it's Siv Cotton Test, Ayin Sham. It's Kedai to say it. But he says, he says, the MS is, if you think about this Gemara, the Gemara, 
in Mesech the Shabbos, when regarding Rabbi Yossi, besides for the obvious kasha, the how could Rabbi Yossi have been over the at the end of the day, if he wasn't a Kayan, he's being over an Isser. He says, just posh it in the Gemara, there's a few things that are bothering him very much. First of all, his friends are egging him on. Rabbi Yossi, come on. Alei Ladochen, just do it. Alei Ladochen, just do it. What are the Chaveirim even telling him? Like, they know it's Osser. So if they know it's Osser, why would they, why would they be doing that? For Oid, let's say the reason is because they wanted Rabbi Yossi to give them a bracha. Right? That's what they want. So ask him for a bracha. Everyone's gone to tzaddikim for brachas. Rabbi Yossi is a great tzaddik. You want a bracha? Ask him for a bracha. Rabbi Yossi, could you give me a bracha? I'll give you a bracha. Why does the bracha have to be duchening? Why does it have to be I lay the duchen? But besides, and Zok Rebarach says, cash almost bothers me the most. Yoideyani ba'atzmi. I know privatlich. Yoideyani ba'atzmi. You don't know, but I know that I'm, that I'm not a kohen. It's a private matter if you're kohen, you're not a kohen. Rabbi Yossi was a Kayan, everybody would know he's a Kayan. If he's not a Kayan, so everyone would know he's not a Kayan. Being a Kayan, not being a Kayan, is a, is, is a Dabr Shabbat Farhesya. It's Negei, other people as well. So Baruch Epstein said that these caches bothered him, they bothered everybody. He said, but then he found the Metziah. It was Kamoit Sesholorah. He said he was learning the Hakdama to the Sefer Rabbeinu Yerucham. Rabbeinu Yerucham was one of the Rishayim. It was a Talmud of the Rush. And he was going through the Hakdama. And in the Hakdama to Rabbeinu Yerucham, Rabbeinu Yerucham quotes the Gemara in Shabbos, Kufiyot Ches Amadez. And he says the following. Amar Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi said, Yoidei ani ba'atzmi she'eneni kedai. I know that I'm not kedai. Vem oim lichavere alei l'duchen. Abi oil l'duchen. And he said he did a double take. He had a different gears in the Gemara. It wasn't Yodei Ani Ba'atzmi She'eni Koyin, but it was Yodei Ani Ba'atzmi She'eni Kedai. She'eni Kedai? What does that mean? He says, it's Poshet, that Rabbeinu Yerucham had a different gears than the Bali Toysus had. And the gears that Rabbeinu Yerucham had in the Gemara was that Rabbi Yossi knew that I'm not Kedai. I'm not worthy. But if my friends ask me to be Oil Leduchin, I'll be Oil Leduchin. So what, what, what was this Oil Leduchin? What exactly were they referring to? So he brings that there's different Gemaras in Shas, Bavabasra Dav Chafalif, Megillah Dav Gimel, where the Duchin was, it was a platform. It was an itztaba. He says today in Arabic, an itztaba is known as a duchan. That's the Arabic word for an itztaba. It's a platform. So he said the, the rabbi would be a pulpit rabbi and he would stand on the pulpit. That's what he would do. He would go on the itztaba, he would go on the duchan, and that's where he would give a drasha. So Rabbi Yossi said, This is something that I would do. And he says, if that's the girsa and the gemara, is beautiful. He says, you know why? He says, take a look at your vomis memzayin on the base. In Omar, if a person says, Take a look above a bass for kuf memhei on the base. That was a sprach of the Oilem felt Rabbi Yossi was someone that was a Bar Hochi. But Rabbi Yossi had a tremendous Darkei Anova, which makes sense, by the way, because we know in Psakalacha we always pass in like the Anov, the person that's more humble, and Rabbi Yossi is the Mukayima. We just had that. But that's Agav. But the point is, is that's the Sprach of Chazal. So said, I think that there was a Talmud that maybe accidentally once wrote a Xaviyad of a Gemara and instead of writing, what he wrote was, and because of that, 
there was this tremendous tumult already on the Rishonim level and the Achroinim, but he said, who knows, if this was all based on the toys that was made, that was made by one of these Talmidim. And then he says that the emphasis to say that a Talmud made a toes and to be marish is based on that, it already has a precedent. He said, the Mordechai Mesech Shabbos says, so he said, maybe this is an example of one of these Mesadrin Haburim that were Ma'arvin the Oisius and they made Tevoizoris, and it could be this whole discussion is a mistake. Avada from Yosi knew he wasn't a Kayan, he would have never Duchin. And Alevla Duchin didn't mean with the Kayhanim Duchin. The Gemara says, Levian Bidduchanam. What does that mean? They were Duchin? No, they were Levian. It means on the platform. Like the rabbis did then, he says, like the rabbis still do Adayay Mazer, and that's the loss in your day, and he asked me, Shaineni Kedai. Sounds like a shtickle right at her, a Ruven Margolis, but it's not. It's actually for Abarach Epstein, the kids in Tamimo, and Barichos and Makar But I just want to end with one kasha. I just want to end with a kasha. End this Gemara with a kasha. And that is, it's, we know that today, even though we have Koyhanim, but we're shtickle insecure. It doesn't matter what your last name is. There's always a little bit of an insecurity when it comes to Koyhanim as Manazeh. Raya Ludovar. If a woman's mafresh chala, what does she do with the chala? She burns it. Why do you burn the chala? Give it to a kayan. So it's a mafresh Magan Avram. And the Magan Avram says, based on a rivash, because even though we have chazakis, that kayhanim are kayhanim, but we're not 100% sure. So what we do is we rely on kayhanim being kayhanim when it comes to chumras, but we don't rely on kayhanim being kayhanim when it comes to kulas. So if someone has a messiah in his family, that he's a kayan, he won't go to a base akvaris. We'll give him the first aliyah, he'll do the pidyan aben. But if we if, but if someone has a Masari that he's a Kayan, and he now wants to go and eat challah and eat truma, being that a Zod that he's truma, he will never allow him to do it. So with Soymech on Kayhanim being Kayhanim, only Lechumra, but we're not Soymech Lekula. So here's the Kasha. It's Mavu in the Gemara that we just learned. It's Asr for a Zod to Duchen. So how can we have Birchaz Kayhanim as Manazah? How can we have Duchening? A Kayan's going to get up, he's going to Duchen. On the side that he's not a kain, is really a czar. He's going to be over according to Rashi, according to the Hafla, the way he understood, Toysvis and Shabbos, the mitzvah that the czar has to be Mizbarik. Now, if nobody is going to do him, then he won't be Mavatal that mitzvah. But also the Riz own Brochel of Atala. So, how is it okay for Kayhanin to do him Bizman Azeh? When a Kayin goes up and he duchins, he's being soimich on his chazaka that he's a Kayin, not l'chumra, but l'kula. Because it's true, l'chumra, he's duchining. But l'kula, he might be a czar. And a czar is not let a duchin. If there's a question of brachal v'atala, if you have a shayla of brachal v'atala, you don't make the brachal. Safik brachas ha'achal. This is Hilchah's brachas 101. So how is it okay for a Kayin to go ahead and duchin b'zman azeh, and it's brought down in all the poiskin that we're not soimich on the chazaka of you being a kayin l'kula l'chayre every time a kayin goes up to duchen isn't he being soimich l'kula as Hashem will revisit this question.